Hi and welcome to my podcast, Five Things with Emma, with me, Emma Chadwick. Each week on a Monday, I will release a new episode where I will take a popular health-related subject and share five things with you that will help you navigate this confusing world of health, fitness and nutrition. I will share my personal experiences and those of my clients who I work with as a personal trainer and nutritionist. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this episode of Five Things with Emma. Uh, This week's podcast is very relevant to most people who I suppose feel a little bit worried as we approach Christmas and those people who have been kind of on a fat loss journey throughout the year and they've made some progress and now you come to a point where you're like, God, I really don't want to undo all that progress, fall in the fuck it bucket and then end up kind of starting all over again in the new year. So uh, I wanted to talk about five ways to approach your Christmas or approach your December, I would say as a whole month when it comes to your health and feeling your best. Um, Just a little bit of background about why I'm doing this podcast and why I feel like it's important is because I started this year feeling a bit crappy. I remember just starting the new year and I thought, you know what, I'm going to weigh myself, which I don't do that often. And just because I knew I felt a bit fluffier um, and I was definitely a few kgs heavier and I was noticing it in my clothes. Um, and I can honestly not remember why, like I'd not been on a holiday and I'd not done anything really exceptional. I'd just been eating and drinking way too much than I usually would do. And when you put on that kind of weight in a short period of time, it usually comes with feelings of no energy, feeling sluggish, obviously less confident in yourself and in your clothes because they're tighter, but just all around rubbish, right? So those few kgs came from me just literally thinking, fuck it, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, even if it, even though it's just a normal day. And that is not what I wanted for myself this year. It might be okay for some, and some people might have that kind of mentality around it. Uh, But to me, that is an all or nothing mentality, and it's not something that I wanted to experience again this year. Um, so I know it's what a lot of people do. You get you gain a few kgs over Christmas, then you jump on a really big diet again in the new year, you fall off that wagon, then you maybe gain a little bit more weight because you've been trying to restrict too much. And that's it. And you'll do that again, over and over throughout the year. And that's how you kind of like progressively slowly gain weight each year. And it's definitely how a lot of my clients do, you know, not just because of Christmas, but mainly because of fad diets. And I just think it's really important this this time this year to kind of change the narrative and do it a little bit differently try this way instead. Um, It kind of brings me on to something my husband says, he's probably not even going to listen to this. Um, But he always says things like, you've not had a good Christmas if you've not put 5kg on. (laughs) And he says it about holiday as well. And it really does my head in. I think it does my head in because not being all or nothing. And if you haven't listened to my all or nothing podcast, which I think is episode number three, go and listen to that. But the all or nothing attitude is something that I've been trying to overcome and kick for years and years. And it takes so much work. And it just basically indicates a bit of a binge restrict 
kind of cycle, which is obviously, again, we know is not good for anybody. And it also kind of indicates that, you know, drinking too much and eating too much is the only way to have a good Christmas. And it's it's just another mentality that's really, really hard to shake. And it's absolutely not true. You actually don't need to crazily drink too much and eat too much because them things actually lead you to feeling like shit. Yet in our head, we're like, we've got to do it because that's what Christmas is all about. And that's exactly the kind of, like I said, just the mentality that I don't want to have. Plus, it's very easy for him to say, if anybody's got a husband like mine, he doesn't have that all or nothing problem. He's never had a weight problem, really, or that's ne- it's never been a weight problem to him. His relationship with food and alcohol has always been a good one. He can easily say no to both. Um, he may do what, what, too much of one or the other now and again, but it's not a thing to him like it is to most of my clients, most of the women I talk to. Um, we obviously overthink a lot. We have an all or nothing mentality. Um, and I feel like the, the people who don't have that, it can be very easy for them to say things like, you know, um, just eat, eat as much, you know, listen to your body or eat as much of that as you can and you'll get sick of having it. I just don't feel like that works for a lot of people, myself included. And I know that's what a lot of people say, um, especially um, coaches who deal with people with maybe eating disorders or, um, you know, allowing yourself what you can have or allowing yourself everything that you want can be kind of detrimental to some people as well. So anyway, I'm not really going to come at this podcast from a total food point of view, because I don't believe that that's what Christmas is actually just all about. Um, I started a program with my clients on Monday for other women who wanted to enjoy Christmas, but in a really, really balanced way. And I wanted to talk about the kind of the principles on what I based that on. So here are my five ways to enjoy Christmas in a balanced way. Um, And I'll start with number one. So my biggest tip is to not see this as eating like a dickhead for 30 days. (laughs) So I'm using December as a an example 30 days in in December and we kind of get to December and we're like woohoo it's Christmas that means we can eat all the mince pies we can eat all the chocolate almonds which is my biggest vice we can drink all the wine so I think this is where this all or nothing again attitude comes from but do you know what Christmas is actually only a few days you know Christmas is a few days so say you've got Christmas day maybe Christmas Eve is a thing for you a boxing day let's take them three days throw in a couple of Christmas parties, throw in a few more social events throughout December for like, you know, get togethers. That's actually, say say that's eight days in total, you still have 22 days, which are basically normal days to be more sensible. So that means three quarters of your December, you can actually make healthier choices. So you don't have to make those crazy unhealthier choices for the whole of December every day. So I always say, eat some of the food, don't eat all of the food. (laughs) So in in the eight days where you've got those things on, do what you want, that's fine. But then on the 22 days that you don't have anything on and are just normal days, just get back to normal, just 
eat normally. And I think that's going to be a better balance. And if you stick to this, you'll end up at the end of the year, just in a much better position and probably not feeling so crappy. My second thing is, I say here, this is the nutrition one, basically, to eat and drink some of the things, not all of the things. So I would say choose your indulgences and then really enjoy them. So we do want to kind of enjoy ourselves and we want to do that guilt-free, right? We don't want to go into every day thinking, okay, I'm going to really be good today. I'm going to eat 1600 calories today because that's like your deficit calories or I'm going to only eat clean today. You don't want to be doing that on every day, especially you don't want to be doing that on days when you've got something planned. It's not going to happen. You're going to end up falling in the bucket and you're going to feel like shit after it. So I'm going to say choose your indulgences. So if you overindulge every single day, the things that are special are not special anymore. They become mindless and you usually come with regret. So I think a really good thing to use here is you've probably all heard of the 80-20 rule. You can even change that for some certain days. So days when you've got something on, you could change that to 70-30 on certain days. So this means 70% of your nutrition that comes from good quality foods, such as plants and protein, and then 30% can be mince pies and wine. Um, I hope that makes sense. So I would just say kind of set up your environment around you, which would be a really good tip. So if you have the celebrations out or the roses or whatever chocolates you like out in a bowl instead of the fruit, you're going to eat the celebrations over the fruit. Hide them in the fridge, put them in a box so you have to physically get to the back of the fridge you have to take the lid off you have to and and if you do do that that's fine but at least it's more mindful and you've got more time to think about it and you're actually looking for them whereas if they're out all the time and they're the first thing that you see you're obviously just going to eat them over the fruit so put the fruit in your eyesight instead so I would say move the 30% mince pies and wine food out of eyesight just to reduce that temptation so that's a really good tip um, if you do love a drink but hate the effects that you have or the effects it has on you, I'd say choose your days. So try not to drink every night if you can. You know, opt to drive. Again, choose your indulgences. So if you've got two events on one weekend, one's a brunch that you're actually not that fussed about and then you've got like a big night out with your mates, why don't you choose to drive on that day where you're not that bothered about it? and you know go hell to leather on the the girls night out because that's the one that you want to really really enjoy you don't have to do both and you'll really feel good like nobody ever regrets not drinking the next day which I think is really powerful and something that I have definitely come to learn over time if that's not an option for you then just try and have one or two if you feel like you want to drink and because that helps you kind of de-stress or relax or just be social you don't have to have five or six you can just have one or two and that's not going to affect you as much the next day so i'd just say go into these things with intent and say okay i'm just going to have two or three tonight sometimes it doesn't go to plan sometimes it does don't beat yourself up about it but just try and have them intent moments before you go into them and I would say avoid really creamy cocktails because they are the devil we drink them too quick they're really high in caloric value um, and they're just giving you kind of nothing really 
Um, I think another good tip to really choose your indulgences is, I think Mark Manson said it in one of his books, and I can't remember which one it is because I've read a couple of them. Um, But he, he, he says, if it's not a fuck yeah, then it's a hell no. So basically, if you don't see, say that I'm going to go mince pie again, because obviously that's the thing that I keep thinking about. (laughs) If I look at that and I go, oh, yes, I really want that. And it literally makes my mouth water. I'm going to have it. But if I look at it and go, do you know what? I'm not that fussed about it. Then it's a hell no. So my fuck yeses are mince pies, chocolate almonds, and champagne. I'm probably going to find it hard to say no to those things. However, I could probably say no to um the celebration chocolates the I don't know I'm trying to think of things cheese I'm not that fussed about cheese and I know people love cheese and biscuits but I could easily say no to those things so um just choose your indulgences don't indulge, indulge on all of it especially if it's not something that you're not really that fussed about so that's my number two is eat and drink some of the things not all of the things Uh, Number three is be active. If you're off work, you've got more time, be more active, go for bushwalks, do family fun activities like tree climbing, trampolining, if your pelvic floor can handle it. Get involved with things like bike rides. Don't just watch them. They'll love you joining in and just you use it as your daily exercise. If that's the only chance that you'll get to exercise that day, go for walks, keep in the daily walk. If that's something that you do normally, still get up and do that. It's going to really, really help you, number one, stay in routine. Number two, burn off some of that extra energy you might be intaking. And also, if you do love to work out, don't stop that. I'm not saying get up on Christmas Day and work out, but if your routine is to get up and work out, there's no reason why you can't do that. Even if the you, you know your kids are at home or whatever, you know if both parents are at home, you can still do that. You can even get them involved. I sometimes drag Hannah into the gym to you know if she's at home alone and I want to go into the gym, I'll drag her along with me and we'll she'll moan and kick and scream, but at least she's kind of with me and I'm still training and getting something done. I really like to do to train while it, there's holidays because if I've got time, it makes me feel good, and not doing it doesn't make me feel good. So. I'd just say if, if it's in your routine, if you start changing your routine, it's really hard to get back into it. So number three is be active as much as you can do. Being Christmas does not mean we get to just sit down and be lazy. I just don't understand that mentality. Number four is sleep. Sleep comes into it all the time. Um, I would just say try and keep your usual bed routine on the days when you can. Um, because I don't know about you and I don't know how many people have tried this, but you know, when you say your kids get up too early, so you try to get them to bed later, but they still wake up at the same time. That's me. (laughs) I, even if I go to bed at two in the morning, I'm still going to wake up at half five, quarter to six, usually because the birds are my alarm clock, or I just think it's my body clock. It's just, it's just programmed like that. And, and that's okay. So I just need to try and be in bed at like half nine to get my to get enough sleep to feel really good the next day. I know people say things like, oh, you've got to live a little. I always think, but if I stay up late, I still wake up early, then I feel tired and like shit tomorrow. So actually living a little is me going to bed, going to bed early. So I'm not a bitch tomorrow. <laughs> That's how I think about sleep. I never think, oh, I'll just stay up another half an hour because 
I want to watch this thing on Netflix. Well, guess what? That Netflix thing's going to be there tomorrow still. And because you watched it and you stayed up half an hour, an hour later, you're going to hate tomorrow because you've made yourself a bitch. So that's the way I think about it. So I would say just try and keep your bedtime routine as much as you can do where you can do. I know it's not going to be every night and that's fine because we're being social, but I would just try and keep it as much as you can do. And again, going back to work in the new year, if you if you are off over Christmas, it's going to be easier because your body clock's still there rather than having to, you know, set that alarm and it's going to be hard and it's going to take you a month to get back into it. Um, so yeah, that's a good top tip. And my fifth one is to look after yourself so you can look after others better. Because guess what? We deserve to be happy too. I think that one of the most common things that I get, especially from mums with younger kids, is I don't have time. I'm always doing things with the kids. I'm prioritizing the kids. The kids are doing this. The kids are doing that. Well, guess what? I think we're allowed to have a life too. And it is not selfish. And I have always kind of been a I was going to say I've always been selfish, but it is so not selfish for you to do things that you want to do. One thing I hate to see is mums feeling guilty for taking time for themselves, for taking time for them to look after themselves, to go to the gym or do some exercise or whatever that looks like. Mums feel guilty about going for a walk without their kids. It's like, this is this is something that you should be doing to look after yourself. If you're not filling your cup with things that you want to do, you're just going to feel resentful, burnt out, irritated it's so important. So I actually think that you're being selfish, not looking after yourself. If you look after yourself, you do things with your friends, you're going to make, you know, you you do some exercise, you're feeling better about yourself, your family's going to be happier, you're going to be a better mum because you're going to be a happier, less irritated mum, you're going to be in a better mood. So I would just say do the things that make you happy and switch how you think about it, switch feeling guilty about it and just do some things for yourself and don't ever let anybody else make you feel guilty about prioritizing something for yourself, especially your kids and especially your husband, because I've put money on it. Every single one of those people are doing things for themselves. So I say number five is a really important one. Look after yourself and do things that fill your cup. So that's my five things. I think they're really, really helpful. I think if we get involved in them over December, you're just going to make the year, the end of the year, you're just going to feel so much better. Um, Some little bonus tips for Christmas. I absolutely love Christmas. I have been like waiting for the 1st of December to put my tree up. I cannot wait. Um, bonus tips listen to elf radio if you love christmas songs it's non-stop christmas songs and it's crappy christmas songs that you've never heard before they throw in the occasional one that you do know but i still love it don't even care and then watch christmas movies my top five christmas movies are oh my god bad mum's christmas absolutely love that movie um love actually of course the holiday elf which i think is in everybody's top five and me and hannah really love the christmas chronicles one and two i love christmas chronicles one she always makes me watch christmas chronicles two but i do love i'd say that in my top five films but to be fair i'll watch any christmas film 
all the crappy Netflix ones. I just sit there and watch them. I love them. So I hope you found these tips useful or just something to think about if you want to be feeling better at the end of the year, but also not missing out on the fun. I really do believe that these five things will get you a really good balance over the December period. Um, As always, if you've loved the podcast, please rate it. It really helps me reach more people. Um, And if you do like my approach and you think it's something that would really benefit you, something that you need, then you will love my 12-week Lift with Emma program. Um, Click on the link in the show notes for more info on what that involves. Set up a call with me and we can have a chat because I am really keen to take some new one-to-one online clients on in the new year so we can discuss what that looks like and what that involves. Um, but I will anyway see you next week I was going to say have a great Christmas but I think this comes out kind of in the maybe the beginning of December so um, yeah get in touch if you want to have a chat have a great day